0: This episode paid in part by... More and more studies claim that sitting for far too long can kill you. That's why we're introducing the GTFOH chair. Every recommended 30 minutes, these chairs will make you GTFOH. Our economy version flips you like a pancake. Our standard version will spring load you like a high dive. And our luxury version will launch you like a human cannonball. I've never felt so healthy! Order your GTFOH chair today and launch yourself into good health. Sometimes you got a GTFOH. People are sitting in chairs too much. I'm sitting in a chair right now. I hate this thing. Where's the catapult button at? Welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd ever like to contact me, that would be swell. You can call the voicemail for the show. I play most of the voicemails on the podcast. (laughs) Be warned! But it also is a fun thing that you can do, and we can always interact that way. You can call me at 814-799-0064. That's 814-799-0064. Did I catch a niner in there? You're darn right you caught a niner in there. If you ever want to find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Radio. Twitter and Snapchat, Rob Z, yo, what's that noise, gurgles, oh, it's time for another edition of Deep Thoughts on the podcast, no, I wasn't going to call it a podcast anymore, I was just going to call it the show, time for another edition of Deep Thoughts on the show. I was thinking about this the other day, uh, because I have a few friends who are five feet tall. I'm sorry. They're girls. Girls are It's okay if girls are shorter. It dawned on me that if if somebody's only five feet tall, that means they're really only five subway footlongs. Now, I know that the studies came out a few years ago, and there's a lot of uproar that subway footlongs were not an exact foot. But listen, I'm going to pretend for the sake of the story that every subway footlong is exactly one foot long. So if you have a five-foot friend and you stack five Subway footlongs end-to-end, end, they're going to be the same size. Which one's going to taste more delicious? Well, that's up to the kind of person that you are and what your diet is like. But think about that next time you see somebody who's five feet tall, or four feet tall, or six feet tall. I'm five foot nine, so you can have six Subway footlongs and just take a couple of bites out of the last one. But don't take a bite out of me. That's been Deep Thoughts on Rob Z Radio. <laughs> God. Oh. Who invited the harpist, by the way? They're called harpists, right? Wonderful harp playing. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, Scott Cunningham not sure if he can play the harp or not we didn't cover that on the podcast but he's a very cool dude I met uh, about a week ago I said let's do a podcast together because we're kind of on the same path we've kinda got the same uh, vision for what we do in the biz yeah I called it the biz he does social media he also does website design uh, does video and is starting his own podcast and as we were talking when we first met I was like man it just seems like we've got a lot in common and a lot we could talk about. We probably share a lot of the same ideas and beliefs. And I love to talk in an echo chamber of thoughts. so <laughs> I wanted to have Scott on the podcast and also help him out. Not that, you know, he needs it. He's been doing well. He's been running his business, Visual Element media since 2008. I might be the one who actually needs the help with my business, Scott, so you know, give me a recommendation for crying out loud. Uh, Visual Element media. Uh, based out of Evansburg, Pennsylvania, I like to feature local business in Central Pennsylvania. That's where I'm from. We're broadcasting live from the Launchbox Studios downtown Altoona. What's up? I said, "What's up to nobody." There's nobody here right now. It's just me. Well, there might be the janitor through that wall, but are you there, janitor? Knock twice if you're there. He's in there. All right, thanks, buddy. Scott Cunningham. You can find him on all social social. <laughs> You can find him on all social media platforms at Visual Element Media. Just search Visual Element Media on social media platforms and you will find him find him. And uh is my voice falling apart? The podcast hasn't even really started yet. Let's do it.
1: This is Rob's New Radio.
0: Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode, another edition in the Z-Dome, Launchbox Studios, downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. Got a special guest in the studio today. I should have grabbed a water before I started. and get a water. You probably should have. I feel kind of parched already. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Since we just recorded a podcast without recording a podcast before we started... Uh, Scott Cunningham is in the house from Visual Element Media based in Evansburg. Thank you so much, sir, for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. We just met like uh, like a week ago Yeah, at the Clay Cup. Great place. And we kind of had the same uh, path. You're getting into podcasting. You've been doing uh, social media websites for a long time and kind of the, the, the same things we're interested in. So I thought it'd be awesome to sit down and talk to you and see what you're doing, see what your plan is. And uh, I was interested in your podcast because it seems like, you know, in our area, uh, this, uh, the podcast realm is kind of catching on. Like, I mean, of course, a lot of people listen to them, but not a lot of people are doing them. Right. And the ones who are doing them, I've heard a few. They're not fantastic. So it's, it's awesome to know that people are starting to really do it, put a lot of effort into it, and, like, really care about it. So I guess let's start with you and just your story of how you grew Visual Element Media, how you got here today. I'm sure, I'm sure you drove here today, um but. <laughs> i did and then
1: i i parked about a block away okay so right. i walked into the studio mm-hmm. uh but it was a great walk that's wonderful yeah what's well, downtown altoona yeah it's in downtown altoona is booming right now it's absolutely beautiful love it <laughs> all right man well, how did you get started like what's your story so pretty much um after high school we'll start way back okay um, I wanted to go to film school. What year did you graduate? 2007. Okay. And so it's my 10 year. Yeah, 17. And this will be 10 years. Congratulations. I, I Are guess. you going to go to the reunion? I don't even think they're planning one. Hmm. It's great. That's where it's we, great. now
0: that there's Facebook, it's like, mm, social media, we can just see each other, I guess. Right. We don't really need
1: to get together anymore. For my
0: 10 year, the girl who was organizing the 10 year reunion
1: stole all the money and then left the state so that might have happened here (laughs) um (laughs) i actually was not friends i I have one friend that was on like the The, council yeah is that what it's called i don't don't even know but uh yeah so anyways uh i wanted to go to film school i wanted to go to usc uh naturally for for film and that was just not realistic Mm -hmm. and so i decided to go to a business school i got a two-year degree and while i was there i i just had a, a big interest in video and so i you know took my life savings all the bonds and stuff that grandma bought me and i cashed them in and i bought a little video camera and i just started making little videos and eventually i just started showing them to people and i started getting little gigs you know dance recitals and all that kind of stuff right um and then for my business plan for this for the school that i went to uh i went to the south hill school of business here in altoona south hills and uh, great place and i made a business plan uh People saw it and they started saying, You should do this like for real. And so I did. And uh we got a couple of clients. I had some good success right out of the gate. And they made some poor business decisions. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like know, spending all the money, like, or like... <laughs> spending all of the money, you know, <laughs> not accounting for, you know, taxes. Um and so I had to rebuild. And so the, the best way I thought I could do that is going to a bigger market. Mm-hmm. And so I, le- I left and I went to Pittsburgh, uh, worked some retail jobs uh, for a couple of years while I grew the clientele out there. And uh, we were out there for, I was out there for almost seven years while I was out there, got married uh, to my beautiful wife, Carly, plug. And we had our- uh, yourself. I know. And then we had our first son, Mac. And uh, then we decided to move back to my hometown at least and we've been back here for almost three years where's your wife from she from pittsburgh uh she's from the beaver county area so just north of pittsburgh but we actually met because we she was working in uh you know uh vision what's that called vision yeah optometry optometry yeah she was a manager for an optometry place and i worked retail we were in the same mall and we just met hit it off and See, retail brings the world together. I think it really. I think everyone should work retail for a couple of reasons. Sure. But one, because you get to meet a whole bunch of people, and you never know who you might meet. Some might you want
0: to meet, a lot you don't ever want to meet. But Very true. Be... <laughs> Very true. <laughs> well, we but... were just when we first were talking. I worked at K- KB Toys for one day, Black Friday, and I left halfway through the shift. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom, and I never went back. And that was my one read. I worked at a lot of restaurants, but I never worked retail except for that
1: one job for one day. And I just wasn't—I wasn't built for it. And that's probably the best quitting story I've ever heard. <laughs> like I
0: couldn't. It was like eight a.m. i would already been there for like four hours. I was like, I just got to go to the bathroom. Walked out, got in my car, didn't even go back for the four-hour check. I was like, I don't even—I don't care. The bathroom was really far away. Yeah, <laughs> it was a long bathroom break. Yeah. So that, that pretty much ended it for me. So you came back here, and you've been growing this company since 2008. You started with video. Yeah. Which, even right now, with everything that I've learned with social media, it's all... When, when it comes down to what really works, I think video
1: is what really works. It really does, and it, it's still so underutilized yeah. by business. I, I mean, think it's
0: scary for people to get on camera. It it's is. It's apprehensive. I mean, you
1: know, you, you might you know, you might say something or it might come off wrong, but you know what? People, you know, typically will understand that it's a misspeak or, you know, they, they understand that sometimes you're going to be nervous. Yeah. Uh, and so that might show up on camera or, you know, whatever it is, but you just need to do it. You need to get used to it. And what we try to tell small business owners is what's the difference of people seeing you on a video versus them walking into your store and talking to them. Exactly. I, just imagine you're talking to your customers Uh, and, and that's what they want, you know, they want that attention. And so, um, video is just a very, very powerful tool, uh, whenever you mix it in with your digital marketing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you're saying about, I try to explain that to people too. It's like you talk to people every single day. They know what you look like. They know what you sound like. They know your mannerisms. But as soon as you personally see that on video, that's when you become so self-conscious and you're like, oh geez, that's what I look like. That's what I sound like. Yeah. And they still like you, (laughs) and and these people still talk to you for some reason. Right. right. (laughs) So if you can just get over that hump, and I mean that's a huge. It's easy to say because I've I've gotten over the hump somewhat, Uh, but you know it's one of those things where you just have to learn to be okay with the things that you hate about yourself. That's how I've kind of come to deal with it. Like I don't like these aspects of what I do, but it's
1: just my that's the way I am. And and, you know, people like that raw. You know. what you put out of yourself. They, they don't like you to be crisp and polished and all that stuff. They want you to be you, yeah. you know, and that's why, that's why people started doing business with you in the first place, you know, because they they know, like, and trust you for who you are. They don't want you to get on video and be this completely different person. Yeah. You know, they, they like who you are. And so embrace that, you know, for what it is. So you went from
0: video and then you started adding websites to the mix, right? Because people had nowhere to go with their videos. You gave them this awesome video and they're like, what do I, <laughs> right. Do so I they're like, well, if you
1: do video, can you do website? And I said, yes. And so I immediately go home and I went to Google university, you mm-hmm. know, and I just searched, how do you make websites? I watched tutorials and I just taught myself how to do it. Uh, I'm not the best by any means, um, but I, I can do it well enough that companies kept coming to me. And then that grew into, well, now what do we do about a Facebook page? You know, because that's another place to put your video. You know, so how do, we do, how do we do Facebook? Well, I taught myself how to do that. I mean, and again, I, I may not be perfect, but I've been, I've been at it now long enough. Mm-hmm. And, and even with social media, it just changes so much yeah. and so fast. It's still so new. Oh, yeah. When
0: people say they're an expert in social media, it's like, yeah, but it's been around for, like, five years. Right. So, like, the expert is like, yeah, and like you said, it's drastically changing every single month. Right. So, and something new is always being added. Something's always being changed. Something drops off. Yeah. So, I feel like we're still in, like, the, when, when, like, TV first started getting bigger, anything like that. It's still this very early stage where if you just learn the base amount of information and jump on board you you're you have a foot in the game yeah
1: you can make something happen i mean and and unlike television or, or radio or any other form of media social media is still very unregulated i mean yeah. you can do anything on social media and, and that's kind of a cool thing but it, you, you know, it's also something that you know as a marketer you need to be able to help businesses scale back a little bit too from being you know too much out there
0: yeah right which I, I i
1: find it more of less of that less of being
0: too much out there and more Even of being more. way too conservative yeah i'd love to find somebody who just wants to go gung-ho yeah like crazy with their videos and just do whatever comes to their mind and, and try things out and that's what i've learned i don't know what your experience is is with with working with clients but i love to just experiment and i do that a lot with just my own stuff i, I try to just throw things at the wall and see what works because honestly nobody really fully knows what works yet,
1: right? It's different for every business and it could work today and it might not work tomorrow. I mean, and that's where social media is still. I mean, Facebook is always changing their algorithms to try to better suit, you know, Facebook users, but yeah, you have to try things and what is a good idea today might still be a good idea tomorrow. And so, but it might not either. Mm -hmm. And so you, you really need to just put stuff out there and learn you know, based on what your results are. And so that's why looking back at your content is is pretty critical.
0: And staying on the ball, like staying yeah. topical of what's happening. Uh, I think it's interesting. I wanted to have you in too because it's it's. I like to talk to people in our area, in central Pennsylvania. If you don't listen, if you're not from central Pennsylvania and you're listening, small town, Altoona, Pennsylvania. Uh, but this is applicable for anywhere in the world, really. I mean, especially anywhere in America, starting a business and getting it off the ground. I love to, to see what the journey is. Like in the struggles that you went through and like, what, what did you go through putting it all together? Cause I'm still at the beginning of mine and it's daunting and it's like scary, but you just kind of got to push your way through yeah. it. At least that's the way I'm,
1: I'm going through it. I mean, I'm still putting it together. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where if you're a true entrepreneur, you just figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not know exactly what you need to do. You may not know exactly the path in which is best, but regardless, you just you, you choose a path, you know, and then you follow it and then you just figure it out as you go. Uh, and then hopefully you get to a point, and that is kind of where we are now, where we have a little bit of breathing room where I can kind of start to maybe steer where we want to go. But it takes a long time to get to that, yeah. Uh, Especially, especially in the market now, where so many people are getting into this market. You know, we were talking earlier about you know a lot of people are coming in and they're saying, "Hey, we can do social media now." And it it's still an art, and it's still you know a creative aspect. But you're now you're fighting against you know many other companies, we'll say, and, and individuals. Who are going after the same kinds of businesses you are And when you say companies it's kind of like an air quote because sometimes it's one
0: person like me right it's one person <laughs> yeah. and then sometimes you have a team like you actually have people freelancers and people who right. work with you who help put all the pieces together uh and i guess that's just different stages right the different stages that you're in i did i met a guy a couple of weeks ago who's doing social media in state college and he's handling a lot of a lot of clients and he's doing it all by himself he's been in it a couple years and he's still doing it all by himself i'm like man that's brave many sleepless nights there (laughs) what'd you say many sleepless nights there honestly yeah because oh man i don't it it seems when you first do it i mean if you do a if you do a slap job on it and don't put a whole lot of work into it yeah you can handle a bunch all at once yeah but if you're really trying to make it work and make it good for the clients you
1: got to you, you, eventually, the more you add on, you need some people there to help you out. Right. I mean, because you know the the approach that we take with social media is, let us be your marketing team mm-hmm. for digital, at least. You know, we want to learn as much about your business so that we can properly represent your business on social media. We want to make sure that what we're putting out there is what you would put out there if you had the time to do it, and, and that's the that's the void that we fill, you know, as social media marketers, we're filling the void of small business owners don't have the time Mm -hmm. to, to put together all of this content. And so that's where we help them out, you know, with creating graphics and posts and videos. Um, And so, you know, that's, that's kind of what our goal is, is to understand and learn. And you can only do that for so many businesses before you start needing help. Yeah. And so... I don't know. <laughs> you, you get the help you, you before find it's the help. too late. Yeah, like that's
0: I, that's how I've kind of been feeling lately. It's like, am I getting? I'm gonna get to the point here soon where I'm like, I'm floundering. I'm like drowning, <laughs> and I gotta like make a make a decision before yeah. that happens. Yeah, yeah. How have you like? I'm curious about this because, you know, we live in a, a town that's a little bit backwards. Like, we, our, our area doesn't quite understand the value yet. So, people are still using a lot of billboard, uh, TV, radio, newspaper advertising. How do you convince them, hey, I mean, those things worked. And they still do work. Sure. I mean, for certain people in certain situations, it can work. Right. But it's a lot of money. So, how do you talk yeah. them into, like, hey, th- this thing here is less expensive, more
1: content. or you know, Right. But- and we have we have two different tracks that we kind of follow for that, and and the one that's probably the easiest is you know we we do television uh, production as well, and so we'll we'll talk to companies who we produce a TV spot for and say hey you know where else are you putting this you know we can get you a digital copy for Facebook for YouTube, and you know some of them will say well you know how would we even do that or you know we don't really do a whole lot with social media you know and so. That leads us into a, a broader conversation of how they can, you know, expand their presence, not just on traditional media, but now using new media like, you know, Facebook, uh, and in YouTube. Yeah. Uh, the other track that we have is the more difficult one, where it's just marketing to them and, and trying to get to those conversations uh, with with new clients, and that's the it's the most difficult. But for for someone looking to maybe get into the business or expand their business. That's, that's really the, the only way.
0: Dude, that's a great way that you started out. So back in 2008, before social media was taken off, you were doing videos that people could put on TV commercials. Yeah. So you kind of already had that part understood. So that's what you sold. And that was like your initial selling point, And then you add on from there. That's right. a, That's a great way of doing it. Yeah. If you can start it,
1: that way, it's worked. And in, and, you know, with TV, I mean, TV's, like you said, with, you know, radio or billboards, it, it's still applicable. I mean, people are still watching TV. But if what we try to explain is how many people are watching TV while they're on Facebook. Yeah. You know, while, I mean, how many people are tweeting about, you know, the football game they're watching or the basketball game? You know, people are, are always connected to their to their phones. Yeah. And so. I feel like TV is almost a background. Right. Right at this point, you know, they're, they're watching TV, but they're getting commentary from Facebook. Mm -hmm. You know, they're talking with their friends. And so why wouldn't, I mean, and if you do television, that's still great. You can be on the commercials, but why wouldn't you also want your video to be on Facebook or on Twitter, Instagram, where more people can see it? Yeah. It's, it's a no brainer to, to some, but for others, it's still that leap of faith and uncertainty, has Facebook really been proven yet?
0: No. The three billion people using it hasn't really,
1: hasn't convinced anybody yet. I'm not convinced.
0: They're all on it, but I'm not convinced. I try to express to them, I try to explain, what I've always done with my social media, I try to put my personality... Online. Like if you can if you can as a business take your personality, like who you are as a human and put that onto a video or put that into a a photo or whatever the post is that you're putting out there, that's gonna relate to an audience so much more than just throwing ads at them and just trying to get them to buy something. And especially for like a small business, it's usually only run by a couple of people. Mm -hmm. So if somebody knows you, they know your business. If they know your business, they know you. You're like one in the same. So if you can get your personality across online, on on social media platforms, you can release content on a daily basis that is you. And on television, or on a newspaper ad or billboard, you can only change that once in a while, and you got to go through a bunch of hoops just to get that done. So the flexibility is just unbelievable. And the the potential to be relatable is is huge. So, uh, And that's another reason, let's just transition into podcasting, that's one of the reasons I do this podcast, uh, because I just love being able to be myself and have people listen to it and have fun with it. And that's where you're going next, right? You want to, you're getting into the podcast world. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah. And when we were talking before, you said you wanted to do like three different levels, like three different kinds of podcasts. Yeah. Break I mean, that down.
1: So, you know, we, were, I debated back and forth and, you know, I, I was thinking of doing, you know, the traditional, maybe half hour, 45 minute, and then having three sections to it or maybe... You know, talking about one topic one day and then another one another day. And I just I just felt that it would be better to separate them Mm -hmm. and give them each their own identity. So then that way, if you're really into just business, which we're going to be launching a business podcast, you can just follow that podcast Um and so we have the business podcast. We have the life podcast. Uh, we're calling it the 306 podcast because I couldn't think of a catchy name. Uh, the, the studio that we're in is the 306, uh, Studio 306, uh, which is where we get the name. And that's just how do you figure life out? You know, and not that I have the answers. I'm actually hoping to get answers from people, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it's it's how do you figure life out? I mean, uh, I have two boys and they're three and two. And how how do I how do I be a better parent? How do I be a better husband? Better how do I manage my time? Mm-hmm. You know, because we talked you know at the at the Clay Cup about just having time to to manage and to spend with family and work and just relaxing a little bit. You know, that'd be nice. How do you do it? And so I just kind of want to use the the three hundred six to to do that to just lay some things out. Um, the business podcast again is just. You know, you want to start a business, I'll walk you through what I did and what I see other business owners doing. Uh, We'll figure, we'll teach you how to write a business plan, how to start a website, how to do some social media, how to shoot some video. You know, people think video is just this monster that can't be tamed. Well, if you have a smartphone, you can make video. And they they break it down into too many pieces. It's like they act
0: like it's this giant thing. And I just experienced this a couple of days ago because they're talking, I was talking to somebody. And they were like talking about storyboarding and talking about uh, what we the right equipment and da 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 da. I'm like, oh yeah, just just go out there and just do some stuff. Right, you can storyboard later. You can get the great equipment later, but shoot some video, practice, right? Like that's the starting starting point, and it's a lot of preparation. Nothing actually ever gets done,
1: right? And it's something you 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 have to do it in order to get better at it. I yeah. mean, you can't you can do all the research you want, but until you get your your phone or you know a camera out and start recording and getting used to seeing yourself on camera, you know you're you're not going to get better, and then you're just going to keep pr- procrastinating. Yeah. So we want to help give people those tools and those tips in order to do that. Yeah. So
0: let so see, you got one part of it, which is going to be life in general, which this right. podcast has been, that's been a, a major portion of mine because I, I often say on here, like I'm almost recording some of these for myself as much <laughs> as for other people yep. just to like say it back to myself. So I see where I'm at. And hopefully along the way that helps other people when they listen to it. Uh, and in the business part of it, I haven't really touched on. This is one of the episodes, one of the few I've actually touched on, like business and right. how that works, uh, which I'm. I will get into more of that in the future. It's my least passionate part yet because I'm still very new. Yeah. In, so I feel like I should learn <laughs> before I start preaching to people about how to do it right. You know what I mean? Um, but the other part you were going to do is like a faith based kind of thing, right. right? Right. That's interesting to me. What's that going to be all about?
1: So, so pretty much. I mean, what I was looking to do with that is I. I've just been over the past few years, just been having a really strong conviction to just talk about, you know, faith. Uh, I'm a Christian and I, I just am starting to get really tired of the stereotypes of, you know, what Christians are mm-hmm. and, you know, they're not inclusive and all that kind of stuff. And so I pretty much just wanted to be able to, to, have an opportunity to really get down to what the nuts and bolts of what Christians believe, yeah. you know? And, and I, but I can't speak for everyone, you know, but based on what my understanding of what biblical Christianity is, that's what I really want to, to put out. I mean, and I think in, a, in the perfect world, you know, we'll be able to have people from many different, you know, religious backgrounds on the show and just have conversations. Yeah. I think so many of our world's problems are from, you know, listening to stereotypes and not listening to people you know, if I can sit down with someone and just get an understanding of where they come from and why they have that perspective, I think our world would just be better. And so we, I just want to show that it's possible. I think that's an awesome idea. If you go back a couple of episodes on this podcast, I had
0: pastor Keith from the CWC on here a little while ago. We had an awesome conversation because he's super open about all of that. He's super, he kind of, he doesn't like the word religion. He just likes the word, you know, faith. Right. Because when you break it down, it's all going towards the same thing. Right. And when he breaks it down, if you go back and listen to that, he's going to be on here again uh, next week because we had so much fun on the first one. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think it's an awesome idea. I think that's a good thing to talk about because, especially right now, things are so separate and segregated. And there's so much, There's so much judgment without understanding what people are all about or right. misunderstanding what people are all about and getting the wrong idea. So having that... That discourse where you can sit down and actually talk about it and you can, uh, in a civil manner without screaming at each other. Right. (laughs) Which would be kind of fun on the podcast. I would like to get into a mild argument with somebody,
1: it would be a good time. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's my thing is, I can agree to disagree with someone, but that doesn't mean that I have to hate them. Right. Yes. You know, and and that's where so many people, especially cable news, you know, they just go after each other and they don't even listen to each other. You well, know, you have a minute and a half to get your point across. It's, right. It's useless. And and so I think that realistically, there's probably 75% of, you know, whatever that we can agree on, you know, th- and we're only focusing on the 25 that separates us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not focusing on the things that we're all humans. Mm-hmm. We, we all have issues. We all have problems, you know. And so if we can come together on, you know, the majority of life's, you know, troubles that are thrown at us. You know, we can worry about the twenty five percent later.
0: Yeah, and and usually those twenty five percent, if you actually sit down and talk to the person and r- reason with them a little bit, I always kind of go by the motto: If that person that you hate so much, if you were locked in a room with that person you hate, and you were forced to like interact with them for a day, you'd end up being cool, right? Because it would it, all that all that crap would just kind of fall away. It's yeah. just social media has, in one instance, separated us so much. But we also, with with conversations like this, with that's why I love podcasting. It just has the you have the chance and the time to talk things out and actually get somewhere in a conversation, yeah. instead of just sound bites. And TV, I think, brought that world on initially oh, because yeah. the soundbite is just oh my god, man, it it's was catchy. Cut, it's catchy, yeah. And you can always pull that up and play it in a clip, and it it's right there at your disposal. Uh, but when you can actually sit down and have a long discussion with somebody, that changes the game. But then it also goes back to: are the people who are creating all these arguments do they have the patience to sit through
1: right hashing out the right. actual argument? It, and I don't think you know getting frustrated. I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, I I love seeing people being passionate about what they believe in, you know. But but at the end of the day, you you need to understand that. You can't necessarily indi- individually change what someone else believes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only give them your perspective of something and then it it the rest of it's handled, you know, it's pretty much useless. Right.
0: especially online. Like when you get on Facebook and you are uh, I mean that is the most useless resource for trying to do anything. I mean, yeah. I try to like give somebody your message or change their mind. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know what you would have to do to make that actually work, but I, I couldn't see it ever happening. And like you said, man, yeah, it's, it's, I, I think the best thing you can do is just hear somebody, just hear what they're saying. Be like, all right, well, that's, that's fine. Right. This is what I, that's what I think. Maybe there's some common ground. Maybe there's not, but, uh, you can't, you can't really expect more than that. And I think people expect.
1: Yeah. And, and I to, mean, in the conversation, you, you can't be looking for gotcha moments. You can't be framing the entire conversation so that you are trap them so that you can trap them. Nothing gets accomplished, you know, because tempers then get out of hand and and you the dialogue quits. Yeah, you know what what I'd like to see happen is people continue the dialogue. You know, because I I I honestly believe there are a growing number in our society that are. They have no idea what they believe anymore. Yeah, because just look at our world, you know. And so maybe what they grew up believing that they, they just they fell away from it, or maybe you know what they're learning in you know college, you know on campuses, you know they they just don't know because they're being fed so many different ideas,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so they're they're being taught what to think instead of how to think. Yeah, and so you know my my goal would be to to give them. Our perspective, um, you know, as as a biblical uh, from a biblical standpoint, and allow them to just ponder it. You know, let them think about it. You know,
0: yeah, I I talked to a theology professor, not on this podcast. Uh, My wife was taking theology, and I talked to the professor because she had mentioned that I had a podcast, and um, I'd love to have him on here. I'm trying to, I got to reach out to him again because that's something I wanted to do too. I wanted to get somebody in here who understands individual religions and like yeah. break them down break them down for me number one because i don't know what the hell is going on and then hopefully that also translates to somebody else because even when you think you know you usually don't know you only know what you know you don't know what you don't know
1: it, it's funny you say that my wife and i were having that conversation you know a couple weeks ago you know we you hear about all these different faith systems well what do they believe yeah you, know, you you hear the sound bites of you know what they believe, yeah, but i I think that'd be a great it would just be fun, yeah,
0: and I think that some people aren't uh maybe that's just not something they're interested in, not they, willing to learn, yeah, they have what they have, <laughs> they're not... It's good enough, yeah, that's I don't need all and, and honestly, if you are really busy and you don't have time, then you don't want to put any other crap in your brain. It's hard to fill your brain up with stuff that you know yeah. is, is gonna question. And the older you get, the harder it is to do. Sure, it's harder to like hear new information and accept it. Like yeah. you want to just like not hear it, or just if you do hear it, you're like, Pah! yeah, no way that's true. But but that's I'm going with what I know.
1: It's great that podcasts are becoming so popular, especially uh, among the younger generation. Yeah, because it it's going to allow them to be exposed to to this information. I keep telling my father in law he'll be seventy. And he
0: would love podcasts like if I could get him, he's like, "Oh well, is it do I like do how do I find it?" I'm like it's it's an app on your phone. He's like, well, what do I do? like do, how do I find things?" I'm like <laughs> and he he kind of understands like he kind of gets technology, but he's still like there's this mental block like where he doesn't understand that there's like endless possibility. I think there's like too many options where it becomes scary like yeah. you don't even know where to start, you know so but if you can get the older generation listening to the many awesome podcasts that are out there like just like listening to radio lab would like blow their mind with with some of the information that they put out there there that could be a that could be a shift in an older generation that could never happen any other way the generation that grew up on
1: cable news and on um, a schedule you know yeah you you can only listen to something or watch something at this time from this time but now everything's on demand yeah you know so you know that that's one of the things that it's it's interesting because we'll have people that say, "Well, what if I miss it? Well, just go to the website; and it's going to be there." <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. You know, it's it's like building your own Netflix library, right? You know, with with podcasts. It's, it's they're awesome. still not programmed that way. I mean, that, that, they're that's... not. It, it'll take a while.
0: Yeah. So when you're doing your podcast, are you planning on doing video? You're having video and audio.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we're planning on doing a a full three camera shoot, uh, for them. I mean, we're planning on it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but, but the goal is a a three camera shoot. Uh, we want to be able to have guests on there and we'll have an audio version, an audio only version. Uh, but the, the goal is to have, um, video as well, just to give another, you know,
0: view, another element. Well, that's what I, I did do this with this pod, do that with this podcast for a little bit. I'm still in, I'm, in the process of getting it all set back up again. But I want to have video because it's a, I don't watch much video. I I, I listen to a lot, but I'm not, I don't think I'm the norm. I think most people get a lot of their stuff from video, especially the younger generation, you know, the kids out there, they love video. And I, that's how I used to be. Uh, but I guess the more you have on your plate, The less you can sit down and watch something. So I usually have headphones in. Yeah. I'm doing the dishes. I'm listening to something. Whatever I'm doing, I'm usually listening to something. So that's how I always kind of take in information. But it's important because the video aspect, that that brings a whole other audience. And I I 100% agree with you. Um, I'm curious. So this is, you know, you've been in this for almost a decade now. Yeah close to it that may make you feel old it does happen
1: it does (laughs) let's go back to a couple years (laughs) you've been at this
0: for a couple years yeah i want to say a couple years a handful uh where do you see it going i'm curious as people who've been in the game for a while like you've seen the progression where does it continue to go
1: man um i've had some conversations about it i i think it's going to become it's going to depend on what happens with ai Uh, Artificial intelligence. Um, Depending on how that gets regulated, I think it's very, very possible that there will be software developed that could put companies like ours out of business because they will just continually learn about particular users. I mean, reports have been coming out that Facebook and Google are just pretty much tracking companies now. They just track all of your information. And so... If they would develop software that allows them to just target particular things, companies can go straight to Facebook, go straight to Google, and that would be – that would make it very tough for companies like ours to compete. Yeah. You know? Um, now, whether that will happen or not, I, I don't know. Um, Probably. But it's, it's definitely a possibility, and, and we have to be prepared for that. Yeah, You know? But if, if for whatever reason that wouldn't happen, I mean, I, I think that we're still going to be in that – I think it's all about local. I think you need to get yourself established locally. You need to be making it's, it's networking locally, mm-hmm. you know, businesses need to come together. They need to help other businesses out. Um, which is awesome, right? The it's gone from
0: like, you got to get national to now you can really yeah. focus local. And I mean, you always could, but it seems like it's, it's, gone more back that direction
1: it's trendy to be yeah. to be a small local business so yeah. that's what you know the the younger generations are moving towards you know they don't like the big box stores they want that local business yeah yeah
0: i think that's awesome and I, one of the things i feel like like this podcast doing a podcast that's something that no technology can ever get rid of no. you can't get rid of somebody's personality i mean eventually they there will be AI, I'm sure that could, yeah. they can release a podcast, but you know it's a bot, right? You know it's not a human, like actually giving you their their thoughts, and I, that's one thing that I feel like if there's ever gonna be an inextinguishable market, it's personality, yeah. Because what when you have machines running everything, and they're able to run your social media, they're able to build cars, they're able to you know serve you food, but they can't like, I mean they could give you information, but you wouldn't. I would never want to get that. No, then I then again I think like if I had a if I had a robot that could tell me all the information in the world that I'd ever want to know, I'd be like, hmm, that sounds kind of tempting. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> how do I know that it's a robot? What if I don't know that it's not a human? <laughs> but
1: I, I think that along that kind of lies. I think I think you're going to be able to start downloading yourself, right? You know, I mean, if if you follow Ray Curls, uh Kurzweil, yeah. I think his name is. You know, he talks about we're going to be able to have chips that can be implanted, and and I would. I would be very hesitant in getting chipped like this, mm. but essentially it would be Siri in your brain. Right. You know, and, and, you know, you can just start thinking things and they come to you. Yeah. You know, the Google Glass, you know, where it has the image on the inside of your glasses. Yeah. I mean, that technology is there. Yeah. They're just waiting. You know, some, someone said that, you know, America's still too moral to to go that route yet uh, and so I don't they're think so. so they're holding on to it until people are like whatever chip me <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, yeah. and, you know but i i i don't know well, it's, it's going to be interesting
0: this thing about augmented reality that to me is the that that to me is the next level and obviously we've been coming closer and closer towards it and and elon musk just said we need to be afraid of we're feeding the beast and we are feeding the beast because we're feeding this thing that is it's if we don't, if we're not careful, it's gonna quickly take over. Because that my friend has the PlayStation VR, right? And I I played a couple of games, and I was immediately like, I don't want to take these off, right? Like this is so much fun. And
1: Elon's he wants it regulated, right? Yeah. So that it can only go so far. It's not gonna
0: happen though, because as soon yeah. as you regulate America, Russia, Russia's already said, yeah, like but, Vladimir Putin already said, like that's the future, that's the direction we're heading. Whoever owns that is gonna
1: own you know the world basically yeah. and it's true so what happens to people like if if you can get into like a bodysuit that is just complete virtual reality mm-hmm. and you can sit there and everything is as you want it mm-hmm. I think that's how the Matrix happened.
0: I think we all, when we watched the Matrix, like everybody was sucked into VR. Nobody was like living in the real world. And then it was just like slowly moving people into these battery cells. Right? right.
1: Like picking
0: us up at our house, like coming in, scooping us up, taking us somewhere well, we never knew. You forgot yeah. that you were even alive. Like you forgot yeah. that you're, it's crazy. It's so, and when I play VR, I see that. I, I mean, I, I could never, I shouldn't say I could never see myself getting lost in it, but I could see how you easily. Could get yeah. lost in it because it is so immersive and so cool,
1: and it, and it's a nice way for people to disconnect from reality. Yeah, That's why it's virtual reality. The part that excites me is like I
0: could, you could do a podcast and you could be in virtual reality doing it, so everybody who's listening could be there, like watching yeah. you do it, and you could be interacting like while you're like giving a presentation virtually. So you wouldn't even need to go anywhere to give a presentation. People right. would be watching you. <laughs> it's, it's mind-blowing, but we're like 10 years away, 15, 20 years away. Like it's not far right. off
1: yeah, and, where it's going to be happening. And it could be here f- sooner. I mean, I, I don't know. Technology's it just seems like it's moving. Life just seems like it's moving very, very fast. Yeah. Um. And so I – Well, mean, you have a
0: three-year-old. I have a three-year-old. Yeah. It's like my three-year-old, I don't know how – he must have just watch me do it, or maybe it's just intuition. Like kids just get technology, but he knows how to like turn off the five second ad
1: on YouTube videos. Oh yeah, I'm like, where did you learn the button? Like, how did you know the button? Yeah. My son knows how on on the on the uh, iPhone how to still pull up the camera and take photos, <laughs> and I just look at him, and he looks at me like, duh, yeah, like this is easy, dad. Yeah. He's like, I probably could just unlock it, but I don't want to like give away all my secrets yet. <laughs> right, you he, know,
0: he, he's like boss baby. Like he already knows everything. <laughs> he's just not yeah, revealing it, it yet.
1: You know, it kind of reminds me of Stewie from like Family Guy. Like these children are just so dang smart. Which is weird. Like how does it how does it happen like that? Where they just get it? Like I don't know how he gets it.
0: I I, I have no idea. It's, it's incredible. Ca- it is. It's it, that's what excites me, and it's also scary at the same time. But like when he's older. He's gonna like I, I can't wait to watch him like do stuff and learn from him, right? Because I'll be eventually like 15 years from now,
1: learning all my stuff from yeah. him. And what's gonna surprise them? You know, like as we grew up, and it was like, oh my gosh, the smartphone, and that's like Wi Fi. Do you remember back when we had dial up, and it was like, all right, there's no more dial up. Like this is crazy. Yeah. Nothing's going to.
0: I think eventually reverting back that's what the hipster that's what the hipster movement is like, that's eventually, possible yeah. the face to face conversations will be like man I loved having that conversation with that guy today I have, I've had, that was the first conversation I had face to face in five years <laughs> and it was unbelievable yeah. it felt so good it was a real person <laughs> I think I think I forget I
1: don't. not <laughs> I sure which
0: world I'm living in
1: Siri was that a real person
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she answers in your head right oh god anyways so that's coming but we're here right now so for let's, now let's yeah let's talk about the present this has been a really fun conversation man yeah um visual elements media and anything else that you wanted to throw in that you wanted to add uh cuz i'm out of stuff i mean
1: we covered a lot we went into the future yeah we kind of went into the future now we're we're pulling it back i guess but yeah i mean i i think the, the biggest thing is is that you know for for a business who would be considering uh maybe spreading around some of their marketing dollars if you're not using social media or maybe even if you've used social media you know and not even just me or or rob you know contact you know a a social media company and just see what they have to say Mm -hmm. you know uh they they shouldn't charge you to to give you a premise of what they can do Mm -hmm. you know so just explore it at least and just just see what's possible
0: yeah go on youtube go on google i mean i'm not trying to Tell you to not join one of our teams, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I would love that. I'm sure, but you can learn so much for free online. Like, just, yeah. you just take the time. I mean, that's, yeah. that. I guess that's the issue. Do you have the time to actually take right. to learn it? But that's the the gap. But it's 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 there for everybody. It's yeah. accessible, and for a few hundred bucks, you can go to a seminar or get a watch a seminar and yeah. learn so much information. Yeah, and I, you I, move and you forward.
1: And if you, if you want your business to be relevant moving into the future, you you got to find the time. Because eventually, old forms of marketing won't work. Yeah, uh, they still do, but you you need to you know bridge that gap, you know, and, and start getting into some of these new social media platforms.
0: We were just talking about this the other day too, like the Chamber of Commerce. It's one of those things where, uh, yeah it it still works and it still is in our area still viable, but it's slowly it needs to catch up, and things are yep. moving so quickly that it's hard to. Uh, it's hard for the older generations, which will soon be us right. to, to figure out like, how do we go from where we were to where they are
1: right, in a short amount of time. And it's man. And the, the number one thing in business is complacency kills you. Yeah. You know, once you become complacent, you know, you can't, you can never be satisfied with where you are. You always need to be looking to push that envelope. And so that's one way that you can start using social media to, start pushing yourself up against maybe barriers that you didn't want to be up against, you know, like being on video. But if you want your business to continue to grow and, and be relevant, you have to. When do
0: you think you have your podcast launched? So the this more... is recorded on uh, September 19th, 2017, by the way. So we'll time stamp it. The more I talk about it, the more I'm like,
1: Let's, let's just start you know uh, <laughs> we we were planning on november sometime but as i'm thinking of that i'm like you know what you know we talked about doing like the three camera shoot maybe that's something we build towards you know i i'm just itching though to to start it yeah. all three you know because I, I i like talking and i i like interacting with people real people right uh yeah, but i mean they're great most of the time some, yeah. of, the time. I don't know. Yeah. some of them some people are great some of the time, uh, but you know it it's just it just puts that bug in me to to get out and, and do it.
0: And I am going to be doing a, a podcast seminar here in a couple of. I, I didn't announce it yet, but I guess I'm kind Oops. of announcing it now. Whatever, because I want to. I want everybody should be doing this. Yeah. And I'm I'm starting to do this with um, high school kids because when I talk to high school kids, the number one profession they're all like after is YouTube star.
1: Of course they make lots of money. Yeah, and it's like
0: all you have to do is figure out how to be you on camera or on audio. Right. And, and, and like everybody could do it. It's like a viable option. It's it's like the marketing tool that everybody should use right. to sell themselves, whether you're selling yourself or not. Like even just for like your own personal diary. You know, it's yeah. it's very important to have and there's so many skills that you learn from it. So many uh, you know, just people skills you learn what you sound like what you look like your mannerisms you learn how to have a conversation you learn how to hash out your thoughts uh, it, it's just, you get all that crap out that's in your head yeah. and I think for so many people that's one of the major issues is not having that outlet yeah. and, and that's never existed really on like a small scale cheap platform until the past couple of years Yeah, like it's so new and there's so much potential so I'm, I'm trying to get that message out there to people even if you're not trying to make money doing it
1: it's just good for your brain. Oh, it, it's like a little therapy session. Yeah. It really is.
0: It's like giving it's the, your own therapist.
1: Yes. And <laughs> it, 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 I think there's a lot to be said about it too. I mean, you know, people will say, oh, well, I, I don't want to get into it. Like, I don't want to air my dirty laundry or, you know, whatever it is. But y- you don't have to. I mean, you can just talk about something that excites you. Talk about something that you're motivated about. I mean, there are literally podcasts on every subject. Yeah. You know, and so find what you enjoy talking about, and you know, work towards getting better. I mean, as long as you have, you know, access to the internet, you can record a podcast. Yeah, you know, and and don't worry about quality. Don't worry about all that stuff. I mean, that that can come later. You know, people are going to like you. I'll watch a podcast for someone that I enjoy listening to that I connect with over a fully produced podcast any day of the week. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's what we talked about earlier. You know, it you have to just be you so that your audience can find you.
0: Yeah. And you know, I people asked me have asked me like how to how to start one and if if you don't ever even want to release the audio, just grab your phone and open up voice memo and just right. talk. And that's 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 like the basis. That's where you can that's how I started doing mine. I started on voice memo because I was just like sporadically felt like this I had to say something that was in my head, so I'd record it. And I'm like, "Man, why don't I just start I already, I'm already in radio. Why don't I just start recording these things and like right. actually re- releasing them? So, uh, yeah, it's it's moving quickly, and I'm, it's awesome to know that somebody in the area is like seriously getting into it. Yeah, and um, and it's kind of inspiring me. Like, I got to make a schedule. I got to have a set date and like release dates because those things are important to keep yourself on track and also to build that following. Right. So people know when you're releasing stuff, so they can look forward to it instead of just randomly dropping audio whenever you want to right if people want to find you if they want more information
1: about scott cunningham about visual element media how do they find you we have a website visualelementmedia.com or you can just search visual media.com or visual media on any social media platform cool yeah, except vine you know Oh, well, what happened vine's no longer around
0: <laughs> it's now dead
1: aol are you guys still on there uh aol no no unfortunately uh, we we uh we just canceled that account That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's unfortunate. All right, man. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. Later. And, my friends, that's how
0: it's done. Rob Z Radio, the show in the books. Uh, i got to give myself a plug, though, right? I mean, it's my show. Why can't I plug myself? That, that didn't sound right. <laughs> ignore. Ignore what I just said. Uh, Happy Valley Social Media is the business that I, I started here in central Pennsylvania for social media for clients. Uh, we just had Scott and, and you know we talked about his business. Let me talk a little bit about myself. I'm working with small to medium sized businesses, you know, self-run, maybe a few people on your staff. Maybe you're building your personal brand. You're looking for somebody to run your social media. That's what I'm doing with my life. Doing this podcast. You know, I've got a kid and stuff like that. So that takes up a good portion of my life. But the other parts of my life are all run under the realm of social media. So if you want to find me, you can always message me on any of my platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Radio, Twitter and Snapchat is RobZYo. I only work with five to six clients at a time. I have a couple spots left open. One of those spots could be for you. So, check my social media. Uh, You can see what I do for myself. We could talk about what I could do for you, and uh, hopefully, we could work together. That would be swell, and I like to take a different approach to my social media marketing. Uh, really helping focus on your business and how it relates to you and your life and your personality, bringing the personality of you and your business out online. And the beautiful thing, like we talked about in this podcast about social media, it's ever changing. You control the content, you control how you want it to look, when you want it to be released, what you want to do with it. So uh, you know, it, it's a beautiful way to market yourself and a really fun way once you get the hang of it, and once you get comfortable with it. A really fun way to market yourself. I do consulting. You know, if if it's just something you need help with on a a one-time basis, that sort of deal. Like, you feel like you've got it under control, but you want somebody to be there to kind of consult you through it. I would love to do that for you. And also, just straight-up marketing. Please, get a hold of me. You know what the social media platforms are. Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Even if you know them, I'm going to say them again anyway. Screw it. And Twitter and Snapchat, Rob ZEO, thank you for being a part of the podcast. Remember, no matter how tall you are, you can always measure yourself in Subway footlongs. And uh, as the show rolls on, as the podcast rolls on, I'm gearing up for some big new things with the podcast. I'm gearing up to have this podcast go live on Facebook, live on Instagram, live on Twitter, from the Clay Cup in downtown Altoona. Uh, If you've ever listened to the Sarah Vogel episode on here, Sarah Vogel's on the show back a few episodes back. You can go and check that episode out. One of my favorites. And she's awesome to talk to. She's got a lot of personality. She's super bubbly. And I was like, why don't we get together and and do a podcast live from your business? Because it's kind of like a hub for our community. So that's coming October 3rd. This is the first time I've announced that. October 3rd, that's coming. And also, if you're interested in... You know, social media for your business, if you're interested in uh, how to run it, maybe just for yourself, maybe you want some details, maybe you want some information, I have a seminar coming up. I'm going to be holding my first social media seminar here at the LaunchBox Studios, and that's going to be on October 5th. So, October 3rd, we will be live from the Clay Cup, which will be awesome, and October 5th, I will be having a small group of people, probably about 20 people, here for my first uh, social media seminar at the Launchbox Studios. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Big kisses. Bye!
1: (laughs) That's brutal.